Hello there, writers, and welcome to episode number 67 of the Well-Storied Podcast. I am Kristen Kiefer, and this podcast is where I translate articles from the Well-Storied blog into audio so you can listen in on the go. If you're new here, Well-Storied is the website that I run at well-storied.com, where I try to help writers craft sensational novels and build their very best writing lives. So this podcast is very much an addition to that website. And today I am excited to bring a brand new article to the podcast for you. And this is called My Top Tips for Balancing Stories with Multiple Points of View. So without any further ado, let's dive into today's episode. If you would like to read along as you listen in, make sure to head on over to well-droid.com slash POV. My top tips for balancing stories with multiple points of view. Writing fiction from the perspectives of multiple characters can be a lot of fun. This style of storytelling has gained quite a bit of popularity in recent decades thanks to the rise of film and television, which often structures its stories to showcase many characters' perspectives. But utilizing multiple points of view isn't the simplest technique to master. I've received quite a few requests for tips on this topic in recent months, and being as I've dabbled in writing stories with multiple points of view myself, I decided it was high time to translate my experience into a few key tips to share with you all today. Shall we dive in? First, we must talk about understanding the mechanics of multiple point of view. Writing a story from multiple perspectives isn't a technique that should be handled without care, even if the structure does feel the most natural to you. As with any storytelling element, working with intention is the surest way to nail the effect you'd like to create. With that said, do you understand the mechanics of writing in multiple points of view? Telling a story through multiple perspectives is a great way to create a more expansive and objective look at your story's world, plot, or theme. But a broader look isn't always a better one. Many stories are told most effectively through the tighter, more subjective, singular point of view. It's also important to note that working in multiple point of view does run the risk that some readers won't form strong connections with your characters because of the ever-shifting perspective. You may find it tempting to write in multiple points of view purely because you love your characters and want to explore your story through their eyes. But if there is no purpose and intention behind your choice to write this way, you only weigh your story down instead, leaving readers bored or aggravated or confused. So if you think you'd like to work in multi-POV, how can you ensure that it's the best choice for your story? Let's dive into the wonderful world of Perspective Writer. The many types of multi-POV. Firstly, let it be stated that there is no right way to write a multiple point of view story. Some stories feature dual points of view from the perspectives of two protagonists, while other dual point of view stories lend the second perspective to a sidekick or antagonist. Others still feature ensemble casts where every character receives a slice of the pie, and sometimes some of those slices are bigger than the others. There are also historical sagas that feature multiple generations of characters whose stories are set in different timelines. And beyond. The options here are truly endless. So every story will be a little different, but a great way to decide if utilizing multiple perspectives is right for your story, or to decide if a certain character should have the perspective over another, is to ask yourself the following questions. 1. What does this character's perspective lend to my story that others do not? 
Is there another point of view character who could just as easily tell this portion of the story? How does this character's perspective feed into the main storyline? And finally, if I removed this character's perspective, would the story remain relatively the same? The key to crafting a multi-POV story well is to ensure that all perspectives are unique and irreplaceable and that they work together to create a cohesive story. But what must every perspective accomplish? Let's discuss. On to crafting well-rounded perspectives, writers. You should treat every character in your story, but especially your point of view characters, as the protagonists of their own stories. By doing so, you ensure that you craft them with care, giving them rich and compelling lives that go beyond their mere role in the story. If you're not sure where to begin when crafting well-developed characters, you may enjoy our new free email course, Developing Complex Characters. I mentioned it at the very end of last week's episode of the podcast, but I totally gave you guys the wrong link. I did correct myself in the show notes, but in case you saw that, um, or in case you did not see the show notes and tried to head over to the link I gave you, you know, in the podcast episode itself and, you know, ended up on the wrong page, here is the correct link for you. It is well-story.com slash character course. And so again, I will leave the proper link for you in today's show notes and on we go. No matter how short their chapters or scenes may be, there are several elements your readers should absolutely know about each of your point of view characters. First is the root of their dissatisfaction. It's why it is they're unhappy with their current circumstances. You also want to know what they desire or what they believe will bring them happiness. And this is often accompanied by a specific goal, although that isn't necessary for every story. Next is the source of their motivation, or what drives them to take action. Then, what will oppose them? This is the source of external conflict in this character's story, which may or may not be another character. And finally, you want readers to know the lie your character believes, which is of just a term for the core fear, flaw, regret, or temptation that hinders your character's journey. I have linked additional resources for you that explain each of these uh, elements in more depth in today's episode transcript over at well-storied.com POV, so make sure to check that out. These five elements form the foundations of very strong stories. If you can weave these details into each of your character's points of view throughout the book, you'll ensure that no matter how short their time on the page, you've crafted perspectives that have real depth and interest. Sound good? Let's talk about six quick tips for nailing multi-POV stories, writers. If you know for sure that working with multiple points of view will help you tell the very best version of your book, and if you're confident you've chosen the right perspectives to employ, let's move on to six quick tips for nailing this tricky structure. Tip number one, understand your character's worldviews. Say that two characters are walking through a city. The first was raised there, and so they may be annoyed by a throng of tourists or surprised to find that their favorite coffee joint closed for the day. The other character is new to the city, and thus their view of it is different. They may walk more slowly, with their head to the sky as they take in the unique architecture, or they may feel overwhelmed by the immense crush of people on the sidewalk. See how powerful worldview can be in defining your individual point of view characters? If you aren't yet sure how to craft such worldviews for yourself, make sure to check out our free email course, Developing Complex Characters, which includes a full lesson on the topic. 
Again, you can find that course, which is free to enroll in at well-drade.com slash character course. Tip number two, define your character's voices. Your character's voice is their distinct style of interacting with themselves and with the world. It's defined by many things, including personality, worldview, upbringing, and past experiences. Understanding your character's voices will help you craft dialogue that feels true to their person, while also helping you make key narrative choices that will further distinguish them as individuals, ensuring readers won't confuse their perspectives. For example, you may wish to thread a character's narrative with a condescending tone, or with self-doubt, with clipped sentences or a wide vocabulary, or with an emotional drive rather than a logical one. Each of these choices would help readers both better understand your character and distinguish their perspective from others. On to tip number three, writers, avoid head-hopping. When writing multi-POV stories, muddled perspectives are your number one enemy. In addition to defining your character's unique worldviews and voices, ensuring that it's evident you've switched points of view is key. Head-hopping between one character's perspective and the next with no clear break in point of view is the surest way to leave readers scratching their heads. Work instead to switch points of view at evident moments, such as scene or chapter breaks. If you choose to switch points of view every chapter, you may also wish to label each chapter with the name of your point of view character, such as George R.R. R. Martin does in A Game of Thrones. This isn't necessary, but it's an extra level of surety you can easily build into your story. Tip number four, consider purpose when choosing between points of view. If you have a scene that could easily be told through the perspectives of multiple characters, consider the purpose of your scene when making a selection. Is there contextual information you need to relay that only one character would know? Which character has the most at stake in the scene? Who would best set the mood you'd like your readers to feel? Once again, working with intention is key. If you just can't seem to decide which perspective works best, try writing the scene twice from each perspective, and then deciding or try splitting the scene into two sections with a clear break in between the points of view. Tip number five, don't repeat scenes. There are likely a few well-written exceptions to this tip, but generally speaking, try to avoid sharing the same scene in your novel two or more times just to sneak in the perspectives of multiple characters. I know there may be scenes where this would be fun to do, or that may even give readers a broader understanding of the characters or events involved. But in most cases, repeating a scene disrupts the timeline of your story and leaves readers feeling jolted. Remember, if absolutely necessary, you can always work the details of a second character's experience in the scene into their narrative in a later chapter. No rewinds necessary. And finally, we have arrived at tip number six. Think like a filmmaker. As we discussed at the top of today's article, multi-POV stories have become especially popular thanks to the rise of film and television. So why not make good use of some of the other techniques that the rise of filmmaking has brought us? Framing your written scenes as a filmmaker would frame their shots is a great way to help readers visualize your story, while writing in deep point of view helps readers dive deep into your character's unique perspectives. I have linked additional resources explaining both of these techniques in today's episode transcript at well-story.com POV, so make sure to check that out. All right, writer, whew, as you can see, there is quite a lot to consider when writing multiple point of view stories. 
However, by understanding the mechanics behind this storytelling structure and taking care to choose and write perspectives with purpose, I have no doubt you can pull it off. So let's bring our characters' perspectives to life, shall we? Writers, thank you so much for listening into today's episode of the podcast. I think this one was a bit longer than our normal episode, so thanks for sticking with me. I have, like I said at the top of the episode, dabbled quite a bit in writing multiple point of view stories. I have, I am not currently writing one. However, my very first novel that I ever wrote to completion was a multiple point of view story, and I actually wrote it several times over as the story changed so much over the years. That's not a story I've yet published, as I really didn't feel like I had the skill to yet do that story justice, but I do hope to return to it someday very soon. Well, not very soon, but sooner rather than later, we'll put it that way. It was such a fun story to write, and I can't wait to go back to it someday and really give it the, the attention and the care that it deserves. So I hope you enjoyed these tips I had to offer on writing in multiple point of view today. If you're one of those people that has been nagging me to write this article for all of time, thank you very, very much. It was great fun to share this. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you'll receive all future episodes, uh, receive those notifications. Also, it would mean the world to me if you could just give this episode or this podcast a quick like, a quick rating, or a review, whatever you can do from wherever you are listening in from. As I always say, that goes a long way towards helping the podcast gain more visibility, to grow, and to continue to um, reach new writers. So thank you very much for your support. If you would like to also throw your money behind this podcast, for as little as $1 a month, really, nothing very big or special, you can become a Wellstreet patron. If you don't know, Patreon is a place where you can support your favorite creators monetarily by making a small monthly pledge. So like I said, for as little as $1 a month, if you would like to help support this podcast and all that I create for Wellstreet, make sure to head on over to patreon.com slash Wellstreet. I will leave that link for you in today's episode description as well. Raiders, once again, thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will see you guys next time. Bye!